Good evening. We're going to be talking about truth tonight. So what is truth? Is your truth how you feel? Okay, I'll say sometimes. Sometimes it is, right? We talked about this a little bit because sometimes you can be passionate about something and it's right. But that it does, just because you're passionate about something doesn't make it true. If you're emotionally stirred by a social injustice, does it make it true? Not necessarily. You may be presented with facts that distort the truth and things of that nature. Truth has to be more than feelings. Truth is based on facts. And it must have a sense of logic with it. Truth is powerful and it can be dangerous. For example, if you use the truth to rule out a tyrant or if you reveal a truth that's been hidden for a long time, um, truth must be spoken in love in the Christian setting, right? So we want to speak the truth in love. Otherwise, you can really damage relationships and things, right? So truth helps us establish friendships. It is our base for that. You have to have trust in there. It helps us establish ideals and convictions. And it is one of the foundations of faith. Truth and hope. And you mix in a little forgiveness and you have a good foundation for faith. So there are about two different ways to distort faith. First, if you can get the person to lose hope. Is it easy to lose hope for a moment? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, but I would say it's hard to lose hope for a lifetime. We have a tendency to hang on to hope and hope for a better future, a better tomorrow. And yet we see this in tragedies all the time. For example, suicide is a form of distorted truth that causes people to lose hope. Second, we can lose truth. How do we lose truth? You can distort the facts. You can tell partial truths. And you can tell truths that make you feel good and leave out the bad. So they tell the good side of the story and they leave out the destruction or whatnot that comes along with it. You can, you can also question with the truth in a negative light or you question the truth in a negative light and it changes the truth. And I think that's one example that we have in the Bible is when Satan comes and questions um, Adam and Eve about the fruit in the garden. Do you really believe in God? Do you really believe he had the fruit or you can't eat that fruit? And right there he questioned it and we had trouble with Eve, right? So we have that today as well. When people come up to us and they say, do you really believe in God? That's so stupid. Why would you go and do a thing like that? Don't you know that our universe is 13.9 billion years old? The most you can get out of the Bible creation story is only about 10,000 years. So why in the world would you believe that this your hokey Bible is true? That's interesting, right? Because they did use some facts there. And we do know, according to science, that the universe is 13.9 billion years old. Give or take a billion or two, right? And so when you work in quantified times that we can't grasp a hold of, 
it's hard for us to understand the difference between 10,000 and 13 billion. Also, if it is 13 billion years old, then the Bible is not true. And how do we know that the universe is 13.9 billion years old? Well, there's a theory that's been put out there that um, that Hubble used to uh, theorize the path of the stars so they can check and see the trajectory of the stars or where they've come from and if and where they're going. So they figured out where the star is going to be next. And so they mathematically figured it out pretty good. And so they, they've refined it over the years. They have a program out there now on, on the computer that you can pull off and you can see where the stars come from. And if you pull those stars all the way back to the beginning, they all have a beginning point. That is something that is true. But we know as Christians and as people that use rational thought that something can't come from nothing. And so we try to rationalize that with the Big Bang Theory. Well, that is falling through these days. And so a lot of times the world will say, well, we were brought here by aliens. They created these things. But if you come go back and you ask, where did the aliens come from? You have the same question of where do we start? Where are we at? And so... How would some of you like to, like myself, who believes in a young earth, answer that the earth is 13.9 billion years old? We'd have the universe is infinite is what the, the everybody would like to say, but we know it has a creation point because we've recently discovered that. And I would want to put all that on the power of the Almighty God. Well, where they're trying to say is aliens. So I asked them where do aliens come from, they would turn around and ask me, where does God come from? Which is a legitimate question. And I would answer them that God is infinite. He is much more intelligent than a bunch of earthly geniuses. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 3:19, for the wisdom of this world is foolishness to God. As the scriptures say, he traps the wise in the snare of their own cleverness. And as Bethany pointed out, you can look at our timeline as a linear line that has a starting point and continues on, but God is outside of time. He can look outside of time, matter, and space, and so he's always existed. And other than that, I really don't know where he came from, and I will have to ask him, but I do I know that God exists? Absolutely, because he came to earth in the form of Jesus Christ. And so we find out if everything comes down to it, Christianity, creation story, the Bible, all hinges on the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And if we don't have the resurrection of Jesus Christ, we don't have a solid foundation to live by. So there was a beginning, there was a starting point, there, that is scientifically proven. It's scientifically true. We know it's true because we can map those stars very accurately, I might add. So we map the stars on a path where they're going. It stands the reason we can find out where they came from. Yes, there is a starting point. Did they start from aliens? 
I really don't think so. I think they started from God Almighty. But you can't explain God. Where did he come from? I will tell you. I would say that God is not bound by time, matter, space, and I wouldn't be able to explain the infinite. I don't believe we can, as finite humans, understand what the Bible is all about. And so I would need a roadmap. I would need an explanation. And so I would need the truth to come to me. And God gives us this truth, which I would call the Bible. Now you're going to say, how do we know that the Bible is true? Why the Bible? Why Christianity? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Adam and Eve, they were all created. Satan distorted the truth on them and they fall into sin they wanted to be like God, knowing good and evil. From that point on, we are always trying to get back to God. Or we're, always, or we're trying to be our own God. But we have this problem of sin. God will not allow sin to be in his presence. Therefore, we cannot be in his presence since we have sin in our lives. The whole Bible is broken up into these two stories. Life before Jesus, a.k.a. the Old Testament, and life after Jesus, the New Testament. The Old Testament is what looks like when men tries to do it on their own. They are always falling short. They set up a hero and he crashes. They um, establish one that even God establishes and he falls short and they need God to rescue them. So... He falls short every time. God keeps refining his promises. He goes from Adam to Noah, from Noah to Abraham, to Abraham to the other patriarchs, the patriarch eventually to David, and eventually from David to Jesus. Yes, there's many other stories in there along the way that you can read about. But why Jesus? Because man's problem of sin is so big that man can't handle it. God steps in with his son to take the punishment for our sins. Jesus becomes the sacrifice on the cross for our sins. He died that we might have life on the cross. We believe that Jesus is God and he died for you and I. Why? Because he loves us and love requires sacrificial action. God shows us he loves us by giving up his one and only son that we might have life. God is a good God. God is a God of love. God is a God of life. And if God is a God of love and life, then he must eradicate sin and there must be consequences for those sins. Therefore, God is also a God of judgment. So he is a God of life and love and therefore a God of judgment. And even if he had to die for us to receive this love, he is going to do that. Because the story doesn't end there. Jesus Christ died on the cross for you and I and our sin. And then he rose again three days later. He defeated sin and death. And all authority in heaven and earth are given to him. So back to the question. Why the Bible? Why Jesus? Guys, it all comes down to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. If it's true, then 
Jesus' words are true. If Jesus' words are true, then the Bible is true. If the Bible is true, then we better get to know about God, my God, and I hope it to be someday your God too. What is truth? The truth is Jesus Christ.